Are you ready to be in the spotlight? Are you ready to share your story with the world? Well, Snails with No Shells is where you need to be. Available on all digital platforms, Facebook, and YouTube. Snails with No Shells. Leave that shell at the door. Where did we go wrong? Greetings, greetings, beautiful ones. I am Miss BJ Martin, and this is Snails with No Shells. Leave that shell at the door. That's the only rule that I have here. All right, all right. So let's get into it. I would like to introduce, I have an amazing, such an amazing special guest that I would like to introduce you all to. Some of you probably have heard, already heard of him. Others of you, you're going to find out about him today. <laughs> bring him to the stage. Let's bring him to the stage. All right. Hello. Yes, the state rep, House District 58, Brandon Tanjay. Hey, how are you? How are you? Hey, Ms. BJ. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I am honored as well. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. You know, we're on the campaign trail. So, you know, every day is exciting meeting voters, telling everybody about the story and the important work that needs to be done for our district. Awesome. Awesome. So let me read a little bit about you before we get into it, into it. Okay. This is, ladies and gentlemen, this is a Morehouse man. This, he, this is the first thing he has <laughs> on his flyer. And I know that's so important in Georgia and in Atlanta. Morehouse man, Clark Atlanta graduate, business owner, mental health counselor, health and wellness advisor, 100 Black men. We have Fulton County Arts Council and West End Neighborhood association yes so that's just a little bit about mr tanjay that we're going to find out about today all right now before we get into all the good stuff sure brandon where were you born and raised so i was raised over on the east side of atlanta uh, in stone mountain georgia so i went to all good elementary miller grove middle school redan high school so i am definitely east side georgia all day <laughs> but then after college I moved uh, over to the West End. And at, when I was in college with Morehouse and Clark are both in the West End neighborhood. And then I fell in love with it. And so I decided to just stay here and buy my house here. And the rest is history. Oh, wow. I love the West End. It's something about it. It just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a vibe. It's a vibe for sure. <laughs> for sure. It really is. Yes. So uh, what was it like? growing up in Stone Mountain, what was it like? Stone Mountain was fun. Like I had some really good experiences. Um, Stone Mountain is very hilly, right? So we yeah. did a lot of bike riding. So I got a lot of exercise when I was little. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, my parents were always making sure that I was outside. They never really let me stay inside the house. Uh, back then I was just like, you know, I want to just relax and have a, you know, play video games like other kids. They're like, nope, get outside go go ride your bike go play basketball go play soccer so 
it was cool. I, I enjoyed my experience there. My high school experience for sure was by far the best one. Um, I, I'm sure people say that about all their high schools, but Rita and that's kind of where I got my whole footing about, mm-hmm. um, you know, jumping into community affairs, you know, being a part of student council. Okay. And from there, that's where I got the bug to say, all right, let's, let's serve and let's keep on going. Okay. So, okay. So when you want, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? So when I was a kid, I wanted to be a lawyer, right? Really? That was, yeah, that was my thing. I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer because I have an uncle who's a lawyer who's now a federal judge. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, I'm going to be a lawyer. This is what I'm going to do. And then, you know, the cards didn't play out that way. You know, I got to Morehouse. I was going to, you know, do my political science degree. But then I sat in a class, a psychology class, one of my electives, like Psychology 101. And I just fell in love with the study of the human mind, uh, how we behave and how we can really help people. And I was just like, well, this is for me. And so that's how I got into the counseling track. And that's all she wrote. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. That, very high aspirations. I love it. Lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be a singer. Okay, okay, very cool. <laughs> yeah, so. It's not too late. It's not too late. No, no it's not. If you go to my YouTube channel, uh, you guys, me it's BJ Martin. I'm on there doing a couple of things. Don't play with me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So you um so did you let's talk about the mental health. You're you said you're a mental health counselor. Uh how sure, did you get into sure. that? Mm-hmm. So, so after you graduate, after I graduated from Morehouse with my uh, degree in psychology, you know, a BA in psychology, you can't really do much with it. You, you can, you can go into other fields, I should say. But if you wanted to continue to practice or, you know, uh, provide therapy, you're going to have to get your master's degree. So um, I was fighting it. I was like, I'm not, I don't want to do any more schooling, you know, because it's a lot of work. But then the I don't know whether it's God, whether it's the universe, whoever was just like, uh-uh, this is where you're going. This is the path that you're going to. And so I was always presented with opportunities to go back to um, get my master's degree. And one of the biggest opportunities that came up was when I um, got called by a friend of mine who worked at this company that I was at at that time. And she said, hey, I'm going back to Clark. Uh, or I'm going to Clark to work there, and I want you to come and work at, at Clark with me. And so while I was at Clark, I was they give you schooling for free, right, as an employee, and they're like, you need to take advantage of it. Oh, really? And so I did. And so I took advantage of the, you know, mental health program, and mm-hmm. it was amazing. You know, I had a, had a really good time there learning some more, sharpening my skills. And then it was through my internships, because you have to do internships in order to pass the program, that I got into uh, doing um, treatment for addicted individuals or people who have drug and abuse addictions. And I've been doing that on Tuesdays and Thursdays, running groups uh, for the community. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. So do you only do this uh, in the West End? Is that where you do this? So it's the Atlanta Treatment Center is where I practice out of. So we do it for everyone all over. Um, people can zoom in now. We can we do virtual counseling, of course, you know, due to the pandemic, you know, we had to ebb and flow and change some things. So yeah, if there's we have, and there's other courses, there's other programs there. So check them out, AtlantaTreatmentCenter.org. Okay. Oh nice. Nice. So okay, so my question to you, because uh, sure. I am a I am a mental health advocate as well. Like every Monday. I'm talking about mental health. Um, 
I'm talking about, uh, you know, just really because we, we need to look out for ourselves, you know, and make sure that we're OK for ourselves because we have to be OK for the, for the people around us. You know, a lot of people, we, we sacrifice ourselves and um, for everybody else. And people just don't really care about you and what you're going through as long as you're, you know, doing what they need you to do. You know, it's all good. So I talk about the basic stuff, you know, just the basics, because I did. I used to suffer from depression and I used to have panic attacks. So I've experienced these things. So I, I just talk about it. Just talk about the things that I did to help me get through. So my question to you is dealing with the mental mental health. Are you seeing more more men? Than women when it comes to uh your counseling who you're counseling what what would you say yeah good good question and you know when it comes to mental health it's it's one of those things where we all have to take an account of what's been happening the entire world just went through a pandemic right so depending mm -hmm. on where you were along your mental health wellness before the pandemic hit if you were in a good place, you still probably came through that pandemic with some ups and downs and, you know, talking to somebody and getting that all checked out is so important. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then on top of that, it is just a conversation that just needs to be had. You have to take care of oneself. Right. I liken it to the, the safety video on air, on airplanes, you know, where they say put the mm -hmm. mask in the case of cabin depressurization, put the mask on yourself first and then somebody else. Um, because it's so true, nine times out of 10, we tend to want to help other people when we are suffocating ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And that doesn't do anything for that person because what good is it to them when you've helped them, but then you can't, you know, you're around this kind of like dead weight, literally, right? And you can't even help them pass that certain short time frame. I also call that broken help. Come check us out at AtlantaTreatmentCenter.com. We'll tell you more about that or .org. We'll tell you more about that. But to go back to um, your original question, I'm seeing um, both uh, an uptick in men coming to groups as well as women. So before it was more women who were coming to groups, you know, really taking that time to make sure that they are well. And uh, now we're seeing a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so it's and it's good because you know men need to go to count it's it's a taboo especially in in minority communities and my community and so and it doesn't need to be a taboo everybody everywhere right needs to take care of their mental health mental health is and as as you know Ms. bj as an advocate mental health is one of those things where it's it's not separate from the body. Like we, we've done a little bit of a bad job in, in the helping professions and the counseling professions kind of separating it, like thinking like mental health is one thing and physical health is another thing. Well, where is your mental health? Your mental health is in your body, right? right. So to exercise it, get it checked up on, you know, talk to people the same way you do, you care for your teeth or you care for your physical body, same way you go to the gym and you do that for the, for the, for the brain as well and the mind as well. Absolutely, absolutely. That's true. Because when you when you go to the gym, you gotta have your mind right, right? I'm going to the gym. You gotta kind of, you know, so I'm going to the gym. Whereas you know, you gotta have your mind is very important. <laughs> your mental health is very important. Yes, yeah, so you must exercise it just like you do your body, you know. And it does. It takes practice. Going to counseling or therapy or whatever you do, like you talk about brushing your teeth. Little kids, they have to practice. It takes mm -hmm. practice. It's definitely a marathon. It's a marriage. It, it is. It's no overnight um, 
pill or something you take and you're going to be okay tomorrow, you know? Right. So, so I, I love that. I love that, that you're uh, involved heavily in mental health. Yes. I love it. Love it. Oh, sorry, sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, oh, Missy, you got so much. I don't know what I, what I want to talk about next. Okay, what about the, I've never heard of it, so I'm getting some education, too, about you, a Fulton County Arts Council. What is that? Sure, sure. So the Fulton County Arts Council is the governing board that, on the county level, that allocates dollars to, or finances to, like, local artists. Um, they're responsible for public artworks that you see along the county, like in Fulton County, you see, like, some big statues. Nine times out of 10, it was the Fulton County Arts Council that's the advisory board that says, okay, this money is going to go here to allocate for this artist and commission that work, right? And so being appointed to the board, I was appointed to that board last year um, by uh, Commissioner Khadija Abdurrahman because she saw kind of like my interest in art. I'm a big art advocate because I think, as you can see, there's an art piece behind me. Um, but art is another form of therapy, right? It, it gives us a time to really stop and kind of reflect on something that's nice, uh, give us some, a time to really look at it, kind of go, hmm, what is this? And we don't really do that in our society, in our daily routines as much as we used to, right? We don't really take a time out to say, hmm, let me look at this. Let me look at this tree. Let me look at the, the neighborhood I'm in. Let me, you know, stop and really smell the roses if you have roses or smell the coffee or whatever it is, because that is also part of like taking a pause moment, you know, helping yourself to decompress from the day. Um, but I digress. So I got on the Arts Council. I was appointed to the Arts Council. They voted me in. I was excited about it. And so now I'm able to um, give it to communities or local artists, upstarting artists who are, you know, just out of uh, school or artists who do these really great murals and really help to expand their, their reach and get them on some national or some county level platforms. And I think that is one of the most rewarding things that I feel like I can do uh, to really help our community. And especially here in the West End, there's a ton of artists and in Atlanta, period. Mm -hmm. And other artists who can help, who need grant money to help start their companies and really get their art out there. And that's what the Arts Council does. That is awesome. I did not know that. And wow. that's what we're trying to get the word out more of, you know, so people can know that there's avenues to finance your, your uh, creations. That is wonderful. And it's funny, again, you talk about art. I created a, um, it's an, an adult coloring book and it's for, because I got into coloring when I was having panic attacks. And so, and I have, it's their 30 day, uh, you know, like, you know, I am beautiful or I am amazing or I deserve love, you know? So I, I designed that and just because it helped me. And, it, and so you really, you supporting what I'm doing. You talk about art and how important that is with your mental health. Um, mm -hmm. necessary it is so I love it see we did not meet by accident I, I know. <laughs> yeah for sure for sure yeah coloring <laughs> is is really good um and it's just a lot of the stuff that we did when we were in kindergarten you know mm -hmm. I think there's a book out every I, I learned everything I need to know in kindergarten but a lot of the things we did really we can apply to our adult life like nap time like a date, a quick 30 minute nap 
does mm -hmm. wonders for mental health. It helps the neurons and, and your brain activity to reset, you know, and it really helps your, your immune system, helps your digestive tracts to kind of take a pause and, and, and break. And that really just helps the whole body, right? So, mm -hmm. and coloring, I mean, coloring is something that most quiet is kept. Most world leaders, if you go and like research them, they have some sort of doodling or coloring that they do Right. Mm -hmm. It is like a, they just do that and they don't realize that they're that what they're doing is expressing themselves through through paper and through drawing. And it really helps them to relax, relate and release the stressors of the day. So it's a it's a cool thing. So a lot of stuff that we did in kindergarten is, is stuff I think we should really look at and go, OK, I can implement some of these things. Yes. Absolutely. Be a kid at heart. It's OK. Mm -hmm. Get those, mm -hmm. get those nails dirty. Go play in the dirt. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. We call that grounding. The adult people, we call that grounding now. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. All right. All right, Brandon. So let's get into the politics. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah let's get into that. So how'd you get into that? Yeah. So it, within the with politics, it's all for me, it's all about helping. Right. So as a counselor, you're in the helping profession. And so it's not too far of a stretch to be, especially what I do, community counseling now called mental health, clinical counseling. Um, you know, healthy people create healthy societies. Right. And so if there are things within your society that is not healthy, that i.e. that's uh, roads that are not well maintained or, or um, toxicity in your soil levels in your environment, or you're not safe, you don't have safe neighborhoods, that all affects your mental health, right? Because then those are stressors mm -hmm. that you are now additional stressors you're taking on that, you know, really can, as they build up, really take a toll, right? So when I looked around uh, in my communities and I realized that, OK, so we need some help on a more expansive level and, you know, getting mental health funding to more communities, especially communities of color, is so essential for just everybody because everyone, no matter what color you are, can benefit from mental health. Because when everyone is healthy or has a healthier mindset or has a healthier way of being, that just benefits us. We make better decisions about policy. We make better decisions in government. We just do things. We just do things better. We're kinder to our neighbors and we figure out ways to get through and improve our lives. Right. So for me, when they redrew the state house districts recently, and they included my neighborhood. Uh, and, and it was this kind of way they did it. It was a little interesting, but, you know, they included the schools that I went to. And I said, well, there's money here, right? There's money to be, get, to give, to be given back to our communities. And one of those things was, um, you know, the Infrastructure and American uh, Rescue Plan Act that we got during the pandemic, right? And we sent back millions of dollars to the federal government because we were we couldn't vote on who was going to get the money or they didn't know where to give the money to. And I said, mm, I know some people who can benefit from this. I know some small businesses who can use this money. I know some neighborhoods who can definitely use it. I know some programs that we can develop and really help to expand that on a state level, especially down to the district that I'm running for. And so for me, it was just a, the natural choice. I was like, all right, 
it looks like we don't have enough people doing this work. So let me hop, put my hat in the ring and, and let's see what I can do, especially to provide um, those collaborations from the state level, from the county level, down to the city level, so that we understand that the policies that we are making today are what affects our communities tomorrow. It sounds a little cliche, but I know that eventually I'm going to be the senior and I want to see that, you know, my communities are, I can live in my neighborhood and they're going to be safe, that my tax burden is not going to be too high. And I don't want to see those things happening uh, and me just sitting idly by and not, you know, going in and making an effort. So that's why I'm running. Okay. Okay. So basically just want to make a difference. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, you know, really to add um, to just the shoulders that have come before us, you know, we have such a long legacy and history of people who have done a lot of work and we're, we're really resting on their shoulders. Right. And mm -hmm. so what I want to make sure that we do is continue that. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be big sweeping changes, but small steps. And I'm going to be that little guy who makes a small step that adds to those people and to their legacies, because, you know, we we owe it to the next generation. We owe it to ourselves and we owe it to the previous generation who fought so hard for us. And so, you know, if there is a problem, let's see how we can fix it. You know, instead of complaining about it, let's see what some things we could be a part of the solution. And that's why I'm running. Mm hmm. So, you know, you, you still you still kind of wind up being that lawyer in a sense. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think about it, you, you know, you, you know, you're talking about protecting people or, you know, you're standing up for the community. You want to be that face to make a change. That's that sounds like a lawyer to me, you know. Oh, hey, I guess so. <laughs> hey, if, if that works, that works. <laughs> One way or the other, like the, it's going to be on the path, right? So yes, yes. So uh, what what are a couple what are a couple of major like responsibilities for someone who's running for the office that you're running for? Yeah. So as a state representative, you vote on policies that affect. Um, so you represent your district, so your local communities, right? But you vote on policies that affect Georgia on the on the state level, okay? So like mental health awareness, not only mental health awareness, but you are voting on bills that are passing for funds for that. You're introducing legislation that says, okay, we're going to need to start doing community mental health programs across the state and giving it access. You know, people who need to use that, we have funds to pay for their counseling if they need it, those kind of things, right? That's just one, one way or one thing. Um, the other thing as a state rep, you are not all, you are now the advocate for your neighborhood. So you go meet with community leaders. You do a lot of cross collaboration with the state, the local uh, and well, state and city levels and county levels as well to figure out how you can bridge the gaps for like Medicaid funding or ex or lowering the tax burdens or providing homeowners assistance or rental assistance those kind of things. So on that level, those are the big two. Um, it's introducing legislation and also seeing how we can collaborate together with local municipalities to get the money where it needs to go um, and to the people who need it most. And so that way we never have an issue where when we get aid from the federal government, which is really our tax dollars coming back to us, right? So when we get the money coming back, 
we never have an issue of where does it go or who does it do or, you know, or, or who can use it, but we actually have pipelines that are set up well so that it, it trickles all the way to, you know, each and every citizen so that we can all live better lives. And, and that's really um, the role of a state representative, uh, among other things, sitting on committees and stuff, but that's a little too granular, but those two are the high level. Okay. Awesome. Wow. Well, thank you for that. I, uh, especially for those who don't, you know, don't know or not really into this or not really aware of what's going on. Uh, thank you for that. Um, I'm excited for you. Um, I really am. And I want to um, thank um, the Shantia Alexandra Foundation. I am a, a, a member on the board. And if it wasn't for the event that they had in Atlanta, then I wouldn't have even met you. So I would like to give a you know, shout out to them to the uh, Shantia Alexandra Foundation, yes. <laughs> sure, They're sure. all about mental health as well. So oh, again, I am excited. Um, it, it, and did we cover everything? Did we cover everything? Is there anything? Yeah, I, 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 think, I think we did. Yeah, I think we covered everything. Um, the last thing that I would say is um, early voting starts May 2nd. So that's coming up really soon. Um, and then the actual election day is uh, May 24th. So for early voting, you have up until uh, April 24th of this month to make sure you register. You know, there's a lot of laws that were changed, especially the voting laws. And so, again, something that a state representative has a lot of, you know, um, can vote for or against good or bad voting laws. And we'll keep it there because that's another <laughs> that's another topic. But yeah. April 24th. Uh, is the last day to register. So make sure that if you're in the district or wherever that you're registered to vote, uh, go on to the Secretary of State's website, click the election box, or you can go to brandonfordgeorgia.com under our board of resources, and it'll show you what to do to register because the laws have changed. You have to have a government ID, and there's a couple of new stipulations. So we want to make sure that everyone we know can get out to vote and really all Georgia residents really need to get out to vote because that is the way that we change the way we live publicly. So, so that's that. Um, but then early, so once you're registered, early voting, May 2nd, uh, please get the word out uh, and please vote. And then, you know, hopefully on May 24th, we can have another one of these podcasts and I come back and say, hey, victory, we did it. <laughs> and, and that's where the real work now begins and we get um, we really start putting in action uh, some of the things that I, if not all the things that I was talking about on the platform. Okay, awesome. So, ladies and gentlemen, these are the cars. Look, aren't they nice? Oh, this is <laughs> Look for these. This is Brandon Tanjay. You see these? This is this this is what we're talking about. Awesome. So, Brandon, before we go, as like I ask all my guests, give us um, maybe one quote or a nugget or piece of advice that you like to leave with the audience? See, a nugget or piece of advice. I would say um, take care of self always. Take a minute to always do an, a self-assessment self of how you feel every given moment of every given day, right? That understanding of how you feel will then give you a little bit of guidance as to your mental state, right? So if you feel, if you don't feel so good or something's not feeling right, take some time out, take a little bit of time to realize, all right, this is what I need to do. Uh, you know, here's some things that I'm having issues with and talk to someone about it because mental health 
wellness is okay. And there's there's no reason why you should feel like, um, you know, you should feel stigmatized by it. It's okay if you need help because it's okay not to feel okay. And it's okay to feel good. But if you don't feel okay, mm-hmm. go speak with someone and, yeah, and then the rest will handle itself. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, Brandon, and let what are your handles? Let us know how we can find you. We Absolutely. Got- so mm-hmm. on social media, it's Brandon for Atlanta. So I have two, Brandon for Atlanta and Brandon for Georgia. Um, and then on our website, it's brandonforgeorgia.com. There you'll find all the information about me, my platform, what we've, and my platform is also really, it's not mine. It's the community's platform. It's what we've heard from everybody in our neighborhood. So it's on there. So brandonforgeorgia.com and on IG, it is Brandon for Atlanta and Brandon for Georgia. And there you can find us there. You can see me on the campaign trail and I will see you on the campaign trail as well. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. I am full of gratitude. Thank you for coming on Snails with No Shells. Brandon Tanjay, this is state representative for House District 58. Um, what I would like to say first is, ladies and gentlemen, please like, share, and subscribe. Um, let's get the word out. Let's get the word out to everyone so everyone can know what's going on and be aware of what's going on in their communities. You know, Let's spread the word as much as we can. So please like, share, and subscribe. Um, also, I would like to say, um, don't forget to, you know, get whatever you need to do to get set up to vote. Get yourself to get yourself together. Let's get it together so we don't have any excuses. That's All right. Good. Awesome. Awesome. So again, thank you, Brandon, for joining me on my podcast. Before we go, what I would like to say is remember, just like the sun, you are necessary. Mm. I love y'all. Thanks so much. Thank you.